We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. So welcome to this week's episode of A3 Life, and we're kicking off successful September. We played with those words a lot, guys, okay? Like, it it took us a while to get there. Alicia and I had some battles over um, successful September, but here we are. Allie was the path of um, reasoning, and we settled on successful September. And when we were talking about our guests, we were talking about our lineup, Instantly, I've been wanting to have Jessica on the show. I've been telling the girls there's been so many different segments that she would fit so well in. And finally, it came. And I'm like, all right, we're going to have Jessica on. I'm going to give you a little backstory about Jessica and kind of introduce the girls to her. So we live generally in the same area, small little towns all together. And I don't even know how we became Facebook friends, but we did. I don't know how it happened. Um, And I basically just fell in love with her. Do you all have like a social media person that's like your friend and they probably don't even know you're their friend and you talk about them like it's your friend and like you didn't even really know each other? Well, that's how I was with Jessica. Like I just instantly loved her stuff. She made me laugh. As a recruiter, as like a a leader in a company, I'm like, oh my God, I want this girl on my team. Has anyone ever felt that way? Like you see someone on social media and they're just so good in every aspect. You're like, God, I would do anything to have her on my team. But long story short, she's happy where she is. I've never even said that to Jessica because I don't know, I think it's kind of tacky. Um, I wasn't like trying to recruit her, but Anyhow, we became friends. Um, I've done some training with Jessica's group. She's asked me to be in there. She runs a great organization. And what's super funny is another little quick backstory. One of my best friends growing up and still to this day, her name is Jessica. And when we were in school, (laughs) she started spelling it with a K because this is Jessica with a K. Okay. But my friend was not Jessica with a K, but she wanted to be Jessica with a K. And I hope she's listening today. And she started signing it Jessica with a K, but she wasn't actually Jessica with a K. So this is like the real Jessica with a K. And she is so entertaining, so funny. Um, and I wanted to have her on for several reasons. One, I think she is amazing at social media. Like when you look at Jessica's social media, and let's be honest, that's a huge part of what we do in our business every single day. It's representing ourselves. It's representing our businesses ultimately. And Jessica totally freaking kills it. Okay. So I'm like, we have to have her on. I want to talk about that. And then I want to talk a little bit about the business. And, you know, she does do this. She does network marketing. That's how she makes money. That's something she loves and does. But I want to talk about how she actually quit her real job, stayed home for a little while, and then decided to go back, okay? Because I think that's important. We talked, we had a whole series of people that quit their jobs to do network marketing full-time, and Jessica did do that and then decided to go back. So we're going to dive into that too. So let's start with Jessica. Give us a little introduction. Tell us how you got introduced into network marketing. Let's start there, how you kind of fell in love with the products. What was your story behind this? Because I actually don't know it. Okay, so I ha- am friends with Christina McCulley. I think she's with you guys somehow. She's actually been a family friend for 
basically our whole, my whole life. But I saw her promoting for another company, and I just thought the way she was doing it was really awesome. So then my best friend joined a company, and I was using the product for a whole year and selling the product, just not through myself. Like I was referring people to her, and she finally came to me and was like, listen, like you are making me some money, so why don't you just – Joined the company and the product that I was using at the time, two of them came in in the starter package. So I was like, oh, okay, well, why not? Like, I really didn't have any intentions on making the business a business. I had two full time jobs at that point, and I was actually quitting one of the full time jobs. So I was like, well, if I could make $400 or two, I don't even remember the number I put on, but I was like, if I could make that much money a month, like, I would basically be supplementing my first full-time job that I was just doing for insurance. Like I really just had that job for insurance. And since I was quitting it, I was, you know, just like, Oh, $200, $400 would be sufficient. And then like, I just started taking what Christina McCulley was doing from her business and kind of, cause she was so, she was goofy. Like she's just like really goofy. And I was like, that's such a good way to market a product. Like, just be who you are and like be goofy and quirky and it makes you stand out. So, and then I had people that would come to me before I even started and be like, if I'm having a bad day, I just go to your Facebook page and you just make me laugh or you're just silly. And I was like, why don't I just incorporate that with my, with this business that I started and it just happened. And I know that sounds like, I don't know. It kind of sounds like, Oh, you got lucky or, you know, you just kind of fell into it or you just have that personality but really it just came naturally for me and it, it just made sense for me to go, why don't I just incorporate what I have? Because I have something just like everybody else. I have something that nobody else has. Like you have something that nobody else has. Why don't I incorporate that in my business? And it just kind of, just kind of went like it just went easy for me. So that's, that's how I started. And I've just stayed with it. I just stuck with it this whole time and kept that, kept that, I have something that nobody else can offer to offer to other people. Yeah. And I think that that helps like people stand out too. And I think that so many people are afraid of that. Like, I think that they're afraid of owning that. You know what I mean? Because I think that they're like, that's going to make me seem, I don't know. Like they're just afraid to be out there and to put themselves out there like that. But I think that if more people would do it, then they would have more success in their businesses. But also it would, like you said, make them stand out a little bit and people don't know like what to do. So when you were looking at what you wanted to stand out on social media, like what were the things that were super, aside from being like goofy, like what were some of the pillars, if you will, that you picked from that you wanted to make sure people understood about you? Really that I was human and that I wasn't afraid to, I'm not afraid to share my highs and lows on social media. And I don't, I don't feel like I have a ton of lows because I really, I'm grateful for what I have. And, but I just feel like so many people need a connection and that's what I want to be. That's, that's what I, that's my goal is I want people that feel like they have no one to connect to, to have a connection. And whether it be with me or someone on my team or someone on a different team, I want to, to help with that connection. And, and that, that was kind of like a pillar for me. Like a standout point is there's so many of the same things on social media. Like so many people want to be a certain way on social media and, 
or have a certain presence or have a certain look or a certain, even the way they talk. And I just feel, I felt like for me, I wanted to be that person that was, it's okay. It's okay for you to be how you are right now. Like you don't even need to progress at this point to start. You don't have to have a goal in mind to start. You just have to start. Like you just have to, you just have to start. You don't even have to believe in yourself. You just have to start. Yeah, I like that. And that's where I was going with that too, is that so many people are like, I'm just a mom, quote unquote, I'm quoting here, or I'm just a this, or I'm just a that, but nobody does it the way that you do it. Nobody does your brand of momming, your brand of nurse, your brand of teacher, your brand of, you know what I mean? So I think that like just showing up with how you do things will set you apart more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And going on that, like, you know, we had said before, I think it was, I think we were talking about in our last episode, kind of that phrase that your brand is who you, who people say you are when you're no longer in the room. And I love that. And what I also love that you had said, because I think it's super important. You said when you first started marketing or wanting to, you were watching somebody else and you were seeing like somebody else's vibe and, and you really just jive with it. And that right there actually is a very strong key point because, you know, like we know Christina and we love her and the fact that, you know, she puts herself out there and she's vulnerable and she's real, that actually affected you in a positive way and made you want to be real and vulnerable in yourself. So it's like, it's that whole, you know, like I sometimes feel like network marketing is, is like a game of follow the leader almost, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you see something that works, you see something, you know, and if you vibe with it, you kind of follow that lead. And I love that because it shows, you know, like that you seen somebody and, and you jived with what they were doing and then you decided to go all in. And, you know, if she maybe wouldn't have put herself out there like that, you wouldn't have been influenced to do what you're doing today. And now, you know, you're doing it for other people. You're putting yourself out there like that and just being your authentic self. And in return, you're going to influence people to do the same thing that Christina did for you. And I think that just that whole thing right there is super powerful in itself. It just shows that if you just show up as, as who you are, and if you just show up as yourself, that, you know, you're going to have an impact on somebody and you have no idea what kind of impact that is. Obviously what she did impacted you enough to step into yourself and be your authentic self and now look at you. So I just think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it took so many different it it took so many different people to line up because I didn't know I needed this in my life. I had no clue I needed this in my life and it took so many different people to line up and for me to connect with with Christina and then my friend that was selling. And then this other person that I was like, Oh, I kind of like some of the things she does. And I kind of don't. And even people that I was like, Oh, I don't want to be like that. But it took them me to see them to know that that like, it was just a, a bunch of pieces to a puzzle that added up together that it just fell perfectly where it needed to fall. And it connected with me. Okay, this is something that maybe I can do. Maybe I can't do if I can't do it. No big deal. Not a loss. Like I'm not scared to fail. I'm not scared to fall. But I'm going to let other people know. I'm going to let other people know that, okay, well, this is this was my journey with it. And it was successful or it wasn't successful or this worked for me or this didn't work for me. And it just kind of took a bunch of people to make those pieces fit together. Yeah, I think that's important. I think you know, yes, we want to be our original authentic selves, but sometimes it takes the influence of other people and that's okay. You're not 
copying them because quite honestly, they were probably influenced by someone else and then someone else and then someone else. And like you said, for things to come together and realize like, okay, this is how I like, this is how I want to promote myself. And then naturally you just started doing that. You started, you know, sharing yourself with sharing your products, but in a super classy way because she sells makeup guys. Like obviously if you're watching this on video, you can see who sells makeup on this video. It's clearly not me. Okay. So that's great. But she, it's part of her lifestyle. And so to me, she does such a great way of incorporating it into her daily life and not like annoying oversharing because like genuinely their products she uses. And then there are some products like that. She doesn't use her company product and she'll tell you, I don't use my company product. Like we sell this, but I use whatever insert product it is that that's not my company and that's okay she's being real and raw and authentic with you all yes I represent this great company but it's not like all hail we only have the best things and I don't use anything else because let's be honest that's not real realistic to most people yes we all sell great products but we use other products too so I think being raw in that vulnerability so Jessica do you have a pattern in your head when it comes to content are you like oh I'm only going to post about my company two days this week? Or is it just kind of natural for you? Like, oh, I'm going to do a video or, oh, I'm not. Or how does that work? Do you have a pattern? Do you have a system posting as far as your content goes? Try to, but I don't. So like yesterday I had a lot of free time. So I did go ahead and make four or five posts. I went ahead and made the videos for, it was company specific too. And it was really around recruiting, but most of the time, no, most of the time I get to work my corporate job 30 minutes early so that I can sit in my car and respond to messages. And really a lot of times I just think, I'm like, what am I going to post before I go into work? Because I don't like posting while I'm at my corporate job. No, Yes and no, I guess it just really depends on the week. Like this coming week, yes, I have posts planned in my head and planned on my phone. I have it just, I had the whole thing topped out. This morning's post was a copy and paste from my notes section. I just went ahead and scheduled everything for the week so that I don't have to think about it. I was feeling really creative yesterday. And that's another thing. A lot of times I just don't feel creative. And if I don't feel creative, I do not want to come across as being like, spammy or markety. So if I'm not feeling creative, I post about my family. I feel I post about my kids. I post about something funny that's happened in my life and I don't try to push it. Like I don't try to force something that doesn't feel natural to me. Like yesterday I was feeling really creative. I went ahead and made all those posts so that if Wednesday rolls around and I'm like, oh man, I can't think of anything. Instead of forcing it, I can go back and just use the posts that I've already made that I'm waiting for to use, you know, because I know there's going to be days where I'm like, oh, I just don't feel very creative. And if I go with that and I try to push it, it's going to come across really spammy and really pushy and really markety. And I don't, I don't like that. So I guess the answer to that is yes and no. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great a great idea right there, ladies. If you're listening to this and you're like, I, I don't. So we talk a lot about scheduling content. Sure, that's great in theory. And I have to agree with Jessica. Like sometimes, and Jessica's, Jessica's creativeness is like, her bad day of creativeness is like me on a good day. Okay, let's be very honest. 
But, you know, sometimes I'm feeling inspired and I'm the same way. Sometimes I'll type out posts because I don't want to post all day, every day when I'm feeling like super on it. Because like you said, there are going to be days you are not on it. I promise you, even if you're the most creative person in the world, you're not going to be on it. And Allie's talked a lot about this because I know she does it too, is when, again, we, we don't do our makeup every day here at A3 Life. I mean, you're lucky if you see us like two days a week with makeup on here. But when we do, like Allie said, like, go ahead do your pictures, change your shirt, you know, do your hair a little bit different, go ahead and get some content ready while you're actually ready. So you don't have to do it again, because <laughs> we aren't doing it again, not very often. And I think that's, you know, a great idea. So in theory, yeah, sure. If you can plan everything, like you said, this week, you got lucky, you were feeling creative yesterday. Cool. But next week, it may be a day by day basis, you, you may struggle. I know. And for those of you that are listening to this, I highly recommend I go to my memories on Facebook. If you have nothing to post, go to your memories because there's good content. I don't even share it, guys. I copy, post, and reshare it like I've never shared it before. So if I see like a post with a lot of engagement or a lot of tips or, you know, people just like really enjoying that post, guess what? I post it like I've never posted it before. It's okay. No one's going to remember, oh, in 2017, Elisa made that post and now she made it again. no very, very, very unlikely you're going to remember. So that's another tip I have for you all. When you're not feeling creative, hop on there and recycle some content and maybe change a few words, maybe, you know, change it up a little tiny bit, but it's there and it's available. So use those memories. Um, I, I know I do a lot. That's actually a good tip because I actually do that every single day. And in fact, I made a post this morning and I looked through and I'm like, Oh, snap. I posted in 2019, 2018, 2017. I'm like, well, damn. I'm like, I was liking that post. But I mean, you know what? Like I woke up and I'm like, all right, it's already done for me today. This is good. So, you know, I think that's awesome. And, you know, I totally agree, Jessica, because there's some days that you wake up and you're like, mm, I'm actually not even all about this today. I just don't feel like it. So like what I do is I have like all kinds of stuff in my notes and I just basically do tons of posts, like when I'm feeling creative or if I'm thinking about something, but you know, like maybe I don't want to post it today because maybe I already blew up my Facebook and posted too much or who knows what. So I have like notes just full of like stuff, you know, like just things, you know, or maybe you've seen somebody else say something and, you know, you saw it on social media and you totally love it. And you're like, Ooh, I'm so going to use that. And maybe just kind of tweak it out. So it's like more like you, but the concept is something that's, you know, super attractive to you. Like, I mean, my notes is flooded with stuff to post because, you know, there are days, you know, like you said, when you just don't feel like it. Alicia had such a good point. I see good content guys. Don't reuse it right that second. Like if you want to use someone else's content, like store it away in your notebook, store it away in your notes on your phone and use it again a few days later. Cause there's nothing like to me more turn offish than scrolling through your Facebook and seeing the same thing over and over. So if you have inspiration by someone's post, something like that, just store that away for a rainy day. You can totally use it again. Yeah. If I ever died and somebody went through my notes section, it is not a journal. I just need y'all to know that it is ideas on what I was going to post or something from somebody else's post or something from TikTok. I swear, like people are going to read it and go, what is this? This makes no sense. But it makes sense to me. I know what it is. 
I have dibs least, on your phone notes. I mean, I don't want anything to happen to you, but I just want those notes. Go ahead, Allie. <laughs> my least favorite thing about those though, Jessica, because I do that sometimes, like I'll be laying in bed and just before I fall asleep, I'll have an idea and I'll like pop up and I'll jot something down in my notes and then I forget about it and I don't go look at it for like three weeks or something. And then I pull it up. I'm like, I need help today. And then I read the note that I wrote at like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, right before I was falling asleep. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this means. Do you ever have that? <laughs> Where you're like, yeah, like, what is this? What the hell was I talking about? <laughs> it was such a good idea. Sometimes when I look back on my memories, that same thing happens. I'm all, ew, that doesn't, like, who the hell was that? I'm like, I actually don't. Yes, what was I thinking three years ago? Somebody mm-hmm. should me. Oh yeah, God. I guess so. If you if you're gonna like leave yourself little notes at night before you fall asleep, like maybe really detail them and don't just leave like purple, yellow cow, Pacific Ocean. Like that doesn't make any sense the next day. So maybe more detail than that, you know. Good tip, Allie. Detailed, <laughs> detailed notes. So really quickly, I want to dive into Jessica. Let's talk a little bit about you know, you decided to walk away. You had a real quote unquote corporate job and then you had Ramsey and decided to stay home for a little while and then decided to go back to work. So let, like, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's walk through that process because there's somebody listening and full-time network marketing is not for them. Maybe they love it as a side gig. Maybe they enjoy the products. Maybe they're making the money they want and they never actually want to stay home. So let's walk a little bit through that journey because I think it's important to share with other women what that looked like for you. Okay, so I was the instructor at our community college here. I taught the phlebotomy program. I was there for five years. And then we had a surprise and I ended up pregnant and uh, totally not planned. But um, I guess probably about six months into the pregnancy, maybe seven months into the pregnancy, me and my husband just decided that I wanted to stay home with the baby. I was making enough money with my um, makeup business to stay home. My husband does not support me. Like, I don't, I don't mean like he does not financially pay all the bills. Like I had to make money for me to stay home point blank. So uh, we did. And I did that for two years and it was amazing for the most part, (laughs) but I'm not a stay at home mom. I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I, I have full respect for stay-at-home moms. There's, it's just not for me and my family. So I had to eventually find a gym that had a daycare and they only had daycare for an hour and a half in the mornings. So I would drive an hour to the gym to use their daycare and I would work out, but then I would drive an hour home. Then I would drive 30 minutes to get my oldest daughter from school. And it just become, it just became a lot. Like I was in this routine that I didn't want to be in. So I, I guess it was probably around June or July of last year of 2019, where I just felt like I was at kind of like a breaking point. I was still making money in my business. I was still working it full time, but I need routine. I need to wake up in the morning and not just take kids to school or drop them off or anything like that. I need to go somewhere, work at an office or, you know, clock in or whatever and feel like I'm contributing and I, uh, to somebody else, I guess. I don't know if that's what I need, but 
I need that routine. I need that organization. I like being busy. I like my schedule jam packed. That's why I love like September when school starts back, kids in band now and dance. And she's just in a lot of things. I like running back and forth, back and forth. I got to get off work early this day, blah, blah, blah. I just needed the routine. I needed the socialization with other people. I needed to be able to physically talk to somebody, not online. Cause I was online all the time. I was talking, I was on Facebook live all the time, but I needed that physical connection with people that I really didn't know I need because I always considered myself an introvert. But um, so I went back to work in November. I think November 1st last year was my first day and I would not change it. I still consider my makeup business full time because anytime I'm not at work, I'm working it. But yeah, I just had to go back to work. It was just better for me. I feel so much more happier. I feel more creative. I feel like I get more ideas from my corporate job to implement into my makeup job. And um, yeah, I just, I just feel happier with a routine. I understand that. <laughs> She's a worker. I, I do get that though. I do. I get that. It's kind of nice to know, like, it's hard when you work from home to know what you're supposed to do all the time and to know like when you're up to a lot time for this or that. And it's, you know, I, I try to warn actually all of my girls that quit their jobs, how difficult it actually is because you feel like, okay, like what am I supposed to be doing now? You know? And so whenever you have, when you work a full-time job outside of this, you only have so many hours that you can squeeze work in. And so it makes it almost a little bit easier to know, okay, I've got four hours to do X, Y, Z thing, you know? So mm -hmm. it almost makes it a little bit simpler than looking at the whole day and going, oh, I've got this entire day to do that few hours worth of work and then putting it off all day and then never getting it done. Mm -hmm. So I do understand. Yeah. Yeah, and and my newborn at the time, she was she was just always on me. <laughs> I may ask you all to cut that part out. <laughs> like it was just like I couldn't get anything done. It was she was always there, and I felt like I couldn't think. That was the thing. Like I didn't mind her being in my videos. She's always in my. She makes better videos than I do. Like she needs to be in my video. People like me because of her, but. I couldn't think I couldn't clear my mind enough to think. And that's another reason why I get to work 30 minutes early is so I have time to just think I can think about what I'm going to post. I can think about what I'm going to cook for dinner that night. I can think and then I can execute better. I think that's a great tip, Jessica. And I know you do that. I, I have a little more insight on your life because I, we have been friends for a while. And number one, I have to say, her baby, both of her children are absolutely beautiful, but her baby is one of the most beautiful children I've ever seen in my life. Y'all, she looks like a little Cabbage Patch kid. I swear mm -hmm. to God, y'all have to go see her in the stories <laughs> that Jessica tells about this child because she is wild, y'all, like wild, but absolutely mm -hmm. adorable. One of the prettiest babies I'd ever seen. But the most important part is having that time for yourself. And let's talk about the fact that you know, your self-awareness was so self-aware to say, Jessica, this shit isn't for you. You cannot stay home. You are meant, you do better with routine. You do better clocking in and clocking out and working on that. And that is okay. And I, I just have so much respect for you for, for doing that and being aware and being aware that 
I need to get to work 30 minutes early. So I have some freaking sanity in my Mm -hmm. life because that's important. So being self-aware and getting yourself self-aware. And obviously I have to think that that comes from, you know, what are your thoughts on personal development for life business? Like what, what are some things that you do for you? I mean that you guys, that is a personal development tip. She is self-aware, shows up to work 30 minutes early. She works out on her lunch break. I know that. Um, so what are some other things that you think are important as far as personal development to make your life, you know, visible, like, like you've done it, like make it run on routine. What are some things that have worked for you? Well, obviously personal development, listening to it. I wish I would have known. I didn't know about personal development until I started network marketing. I had never heard of it. Christina McCulley introduced me to Les Brown and Eric Warre and all the, the iconic you know, personal development leaders, I wish I would have known about it beforehand. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's so ignored. I wish the schools would teach about it. I wish that more parents would teach about it. I wish more parents would listen to it. I don't care. I listen to Gary Vee in front of my 12 year old. I don't care. He's got foul language. So do I, but I just think that there are so many tips for that. But anyway, so listening to, to Gary Vee and, um, personal growth and development, and then also being okay, having a connection with your partner, your, you know, or your kids and letting them know that I have to do this so that I can be better for you guys. Like I'm not a touchy feely person and my baby is, she takes her tiny little stubby toes and rubs them on my legs constantly. And some, I love the kid to death, but sometimes I'm like, okay, for me to be the best mom, you got to quit. Like you have to quit. I think knowing yourself and being okay with not being like everybody else, like me going back to work, I could have easily been influenced by all the social media things that you see about being a stay at home mom is best for everybody. It's best for the kids. It's best for the husband and make his dinner, blah, blah, blah. It just wasn't right for me. And knowing that and making it a priority. Like I make myself a priority. And if my kids or my husband or my work or anybody disagrees with me, I have to let them know, this is how I'm the best employee. This is how I'm the best wife. This is how I'm the best mom. I have to make time for myself. Like I have to make time. I'm one of those people. I have to have 30 minutes to an hour a day to myself. Like I have to have it or I'm going to be a jerk. And when I was a stay at home mom, I noticed myself getting really aggravated. If I wanted to make a video and I couldn't, I would be so aggravated. Like I couldn't make a video, big deal. But at that point, it was a big deal to me because I wasn't getting the time away for myself. So I think as far as personal growth and development, listen to it, be grateful, like find find some gratitude. And I have a journal sitting right by my bed and it's probably this thick. I've been doing it for two years. Every night I write down one thing. Sometimes I literally write down that I'm thankful for a refrigerator. Like you have to find things that you're grateful for. And I would have never known to make that list if I wasn't listening to personal growth and development. I wouldn't know to be thankful for a toothbrush, you know, like it's little things that you have to find that gratitude in and then making yourself non-negotiable, like making it a priority. So true. 
It's, it's, it's crucial. So let's dive in a little bit on, let's just talk about like content and your creative ideas. And I know this is going to be hard to explain for people who aren't, but y'all, I swear to God, what was the one Jessica that was like, I would rather eat a jean jacket than change a child's car seat around the one that went viral. Mm -hmm. She's had several go viral. Was that it? Can you say it? Because you're going to say it better than me. Oh, I don't remember. I would rather eat a jean jacket than switch the car seat from one car to another or something like that. It, I don't know. I just. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. It was so funny. Those car seats are a bitch. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. That is true. I do not. I do not miss that phase. Listen, I don't. That, that, is why, that is why we legit own three vehicles and four three freaking car seats. Like this bitch is not switching a car seat. Like if my mom wants to like take the girl somewhere, I'm like, go buy a car seat. I ain't taking one out of my car. No, it's terrible. No. It's like a sick joke. That's a sick yeah. ass joke. I know yeah, your hand. And like, I have small now. hands and my hands. Yeah. You're like, take mm -hmm. it and go. It's just not worth it. It's yeah, true. It's not even the hands. He it's took like, the baby to Walmart to get her out so that I could do this. And he's like, can I just take your car? I'm like, yeah, like, don't worry about switching the car seat. Just take the car. <laughs> you got to take the whole car. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's what I tell my mom. I'm like, you can borrow my car. I don't know because I'm not putting a car seat in your car. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like the hand situation. It's like your arms aren't like physically long enough to like shove <laughs> this. Thing. It's like you gotta, it's terrible. There has to be a better way. There has yeah. to be seriously, but she just like share. Oh my gosh. Or the paper straw, Jessica, like the one about the paper straw. Cause like paper straws are big around here. For yeah, you whatever in certain stupid areas. Floridians. No, not everyone. Just like certain areas like Gainesville makes you deal with paper straw. <laughs> Disney. Disney makes you deal with paper straws. It's like, I'd rather eat a crock. Then, like, what was No, it? I'd rather eat a paper straw than drink out of a paper straw. <laughs> I'd rather eat one. Just like I'd eat rather it. eat one. I was like, actually, I, mean, I, I end up that. eating it anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it falls apart. Like, you yeah. can feel it in your soul. Like, her post, you can feel it. You're like, damn, I feel that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like I would rather eat a paper straw than use one as well. So I, just I, I carry a telescopic metal straw with me everywhere I go. I swear to God, this is the truth. And Darren, my husband, laughs and makes fun at me every single time we go somewhere and I like whip out my telescopic straw and I'm like, you know what? You just sit over there with your wet ass straw and I'm going to be fine with my telescopic straw right here. I tried that. I carried a glass straw around and I leave it. Like I forget about it and I just leave it at the restaurant. So mine has this like hot pink tip on it. So then like I see it and I'm like, oh my straw. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Won't forget it. <laughs> it's funny. So Jessica, you like I said, she just literally posts what she thinks. And then her creativity, like you have I'm not a TikTok person. I see Jessica's TikToks because she posts them on Facebook. But her creativity, y'all, I, I just help us that aren't as creative. Like, do you get ideas from other people? Do you like, where does this come from? Like it, you just have to see it. You guys, she's so amazingly talented and obviously super good at makeup and it's almost Halloween. So I'm preparing for that. 
that season, Jessica, as I'm sure other, your other fans are, mm-hmm. like she is so freaking good. So just kind of walk us through you, when you are creative. Like yesterday when you were feeling creative, what did that look like? So with TikToks, I steal all my ideas. Like all it's, it's trends on TikTok and I'm just – I actually even get on TikTok and Google or um, search transitions, and I just take what other people have, and I don't do it, like, to get myself credit or anything. It's just what everybody's doing. Um, so those, I can't, like, I can't really, you just do what everybody else does. That's what everybody on TikTok does. They do what everybody else does. Um, as far as, like, Facebook content, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been doing TikTok type videos well before TikTok came out. So I, um, I don't know. I think that whatever you have, you should use it as an advantage. So I've always been artsy. I've always been pretty creative. And that was kind of going back to what I was talking about in the very beginning is I just found a way to incorporate that into my business. Um, I heard when I first joined to be duplicatable, be duplicatable, like just constantly. And I was trying that and it wasn't working for me. I believe in duplicatable systems, but I don't believe in being duplicatable. I think that especially now with network marketing, you really have to stand out and whatever that means to you. I think that you just embrace what you have. Like if you're funny, I think you should use that as, part of your business. If you can communicate really well, I think that you should find a way to take advantage of that. If you're really creative, find a way to incorporate that in your business. So yesterday when I was just, actually, when I was feeling creative, I was actually laying in bed. It was like 930 at night and I was just topping. Like I just started topping, topping. I had already made some boomerangs and like some videos I was going to put in reverse. And I already knew that I had those, but I didn't know what content was going to go with that. So I just laid in bed and I was just, I don't know. I just like, it's like a journal to me, Facebook. I know people say, Oh, this is not your diary, but it actually is like, I use Facebook as my journal and I just went into my notes sections on my phone and just started freestyle topping and whatever comes out is what comes out. And I try not to, one, I try not to go back and watch any of my live videos because I'm like, ew, why did I say that? Or, oh my God, I look cross-eyed or whatever. I try not to watch any of my live videos. And I try not to perfect my script on Facebook. If I have typos, I have typos. If I, um, if I, I really try to stay away from saying anything offensive, but I um, kind of tiptoe around that. But I just try to be authentic with what I post. Like it's who I am. It's just who I am. So I just roll with it. I just use it to my advantage. And what do you do? Cause someone's going to think this and I, I actually don't experience this a lot, but I'm sure you have in some way, shape or form. What if you do experience negativity? What if someone is mean or nasty or they take offense or what do you do then? How, how do you react to that? I get super defensive. I cry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I hate confrontation. Um, but really, honestly, honestly, I don't respond. I remove the comment and I block them. Like if it's negativity and they're just, you can tell that they're there not to give any kind of constructive criticism, not to like 
say, oh, you said that wrong or to inform you or educate you. Like if it's just straight up negative, I, my blog list is probably longer than anybody's on anywhere. Like my blog list is probably longer than my friends list um, because I just don't, I don't like it. I don't do that to other people. I don't give unsolicited advice on Facebook. Like I just don't. Um, so if I do experience negativity on my social media feed, I just block it. Like if it's within my team, I have a hard time with that because I don't like confrontation. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. If it's towards me, I I'm a lot more passive with it. If it's towards somebody on my team, um, I'm less passive with it and more direct, but there's go to keep the integrity and to keep the morale of, of the business or the company or your team, it has to be addressed. And I just swallow my fear of confrontation and let them know that it's not accepted. Well, and you know, I saw something the other day that I thought like, why do we even have to say that? But I don't know if it was on TikTok or Instagram or something, but somebody made a comment and they were asking for advice on something and they're, they were a content creator, but they had changed it up and they were asking for advice on something, parenting or something. And they said like verbatim, please remember that I'm a human on the other side of the screen. And mm -hmm. I was like, why does that even, ha I mean, I know how mean people are on the internet, but it literally, I thought to myself, why does that even have to be said? Why do mm -hmm. we have to remind people that we're still human? Like it was almost disgusting to me. I was like, I am so sorry that you even have to say that. So yeah, like you're saying, uh, you know, if you're that Karen on the internet that likes to tell people everything they're doing wrong, like please stop for a second and remember that they're, they are a human, a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a, you know, whatever it may be, they're still a human. And if you don't like what they're saying, doing, thinking, believing, then scroll on, keep scrolling mm -hmm. next. You know, I remember when I first started, you know, like my business, I was super, super sensitive. Like people would say things in the same thing. I'd be like, eh. <laughs> because I just love everybody so much. And I like, just want everyone to be happy and I want everyone to love me. I mean, that's changed. Now I actually don't care, but no, I do care. I'm just not quite as sensitive and I just do the same thing pretty much. I don't argue it. I used to sit there and back and forth and try to argue my point. It would hurt my feelings and break my heart. Now I'm like, that's eh, fine. And I just, same thing, block. Next. Well, cause we're not for everyone. We're not everyone's cup of tea. And God made us that way. That's how I have to remind myself is, and I'm the same way. I am a people pleaser. I like to be liked. I, it, it does bother me when someone doesn't like me, especially when I don't know why they don't like me. That's what I struggle with. And mm -hmm. I'm very non-confrontational. Like I will be if I'm super, super, super push. Like it, it takes a lot for me to get there. So I'm the same way. But realizing we're not everyone's cup of tea and everyone's not going to like us and that's okay. Those aren't our people. They weren't ever going to be part of our tribe. Everyone wasn't meant to be in the same tribe, right? We all have our own group of people. There's, this is how I always think of it. It's like, there's no humanly way possible. We could be friends with every single person, have a tight, close-knit relationship with every single person. We can't humanly do that. So God made us a little bit different. So that maybe we don't like, okay, cool. I respect you, but we're not going to like hang out. You're not going to be like my friend. And that's okay because we couldn't all feel that way. I always think the same way about like your um, significant other, your mate, like 
well, thank God we don't all like the same person. Thank God we don't all find the same person attractive. Thank God. I mean, this would be like the wild, wild west. If we all like were attracted to the same person, what would we do? And again, that's why God made us all different and gave us different God-given abilities. In my mind is, you know, maybe you look at my Facebook feed and you're just like, God, I can't stand what she posts. But you look at Jessica's, you're like, oh, she's really cool and fun. Cool. That's great. You weren't my people. You were Jessica's people. And that that's cool. And I think that that's, you know, whatever. So Jessica, just in some closing words for people that have been doing network marketing, maybe they're looking to do network marketing. Maybe they're struggling. Maybe they're in just different avenues of network marketing, but what would be, I mean, I'm talking running teams because we didn't even talk, you know, so much about, you know, organization and running your groups. And I know you do that because like I said, I've done some training with you. So what does it look like or what advice would you give people in general just very generically across the board about network marketing, what would be some tips that you give people advice? You know, maybe they're struggling, maybe they don't know, maybe they're here, there, yonder. What are, what are your tips just in general for the business? Um, I would say find something that you're passionate about. Like I'm very money driven, but you're not going to see the money immediately sometimes. And if you're just money driven, you're going to quit. Um, or you may be seeing the money and you may get comfortable. And if you're not passionate about the product or something behind the company or the sisterhood or the, the grouphood or whatever with grouphood, the, the connection with your teammates, um, if you're not finding something that you're truly passionate about, you're going to quit. Like, so find something, whether it be the product or the confidence that you get from using the product or the the tribe of people that you surround yourself by joining a specific company, find something that you are passionate about and that you wake up and you're like, okay, I cannot wait to work. this. I cannot wait to make this post. I cannot wait to show off my product. I cannot wait to message my team. There have been times where I'm like, oh man, I'm not creative, but I really don't think that there's ever been a time where I'm like, this company or this team, like, I'm passionate about it. You're passionate about it. So I think my biggest tip is find something that you're just truly passionate about and you cannot wait to share it with people. You cannot wait, like, like you sleep, like your dream, you dream about it. You, um, you wake up and you think, Oh, I cannot wait to share this with so-and-so, or I cannot wait to make a post about my something creative. I don't know find something that you're passionate about. And then I would also say be you times two, like be who you are because like, like you were saying, somebody may not like you, but they may like me. Somebody may not like me, but they may like you, but it's going to take that connection from someone. Like we were talking about at the very beginning. It may take three people's connection. It may take 60 people's connection. It may take one person's connection, but it takes all kinds of people to reach all kinds of people. And if you're showing up as somebody that's not you, if you're showing up unauthentic, if you are showing up trying to be somebody else, you're not going to connect to your people. You're going to connect to other people's people. And then that's not going to be a real connection and you're not going to keep that connection. So be who you are and just amp it up on social media because they're not feeling that physical exchange of your energy. They don't know. I don't talk like this to my husband. Like, I'm not like, hey, how was your day? It was so amazing. Oh my gosh. I do that on social media to, to show people who I am and to, to break that barrier down because there's, 
no physical exchange of energy. So I feel like I need people to know that there's an actual connection. And if you connect with me, that's great. If you connect with somebody else, that's great. But it takes everybody to work together to connect with people that don't feel like they can do this business because they don't have a large following or they don't, they're not good at makeup or they're not far along into their weight loss journey or whatever it is. They have to start somewhere and it takes you how you are right now to connect to the people that want to get to their goals. Hope that makes sense. I actually love that. I actually wrote that down as a note um, just because I've never heard it put that way, but it really makes sense when you said, um, you know, like online, there's no physical change of, there's no physical exchange of energy. I've never heard it put that way, but it really makes sense. So being you and then maybe being you hyped up a little bit more out there, because like you said, there is no physical exchange of, and so I just, I really, really love that. That's going to be twisting in my brain. Yeah. And like right before I went live, I, I have a boomerang on my stories where I was like jumping in front of the, the mirror. Like I hyped myself up because I am passionate about this and I want other people to see my passion about it. But if I just come on here, like, Oh, Hey, you know, yeah, I love this business. Would you really believe that? Cause it doesn't seem like it. So I need people to know that I am hype about it. Like I, I, freaking love network marketing and I want people to experience that with me. I want them to feel how I feel inside. So I have to exude that on the outside. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm the same way. I'm, I feel like I'm that energy person. And like you said, it's different when you experience me in person versus that. So I think that's another good tip that Jessica just gave you all. And that is, you know, hype yourself up, whatever that looks like. You know, Rachel Hollis talks a lot about dancing it out. Like dancing makes her feel better. Jump up and down, spin around in circles, listen to some music, you know, do some jumping jacks, whatever to get your energy flowing because getting it out for other people to see it is sometimes harder than knowing and feeling it inside of you. So be you times two. I absolutely love that, Jessica. So thank you. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Tell us all the places, TikTok, Insta, Facebook. Where can we find Jessica with a K? I'm primarily on Facebook. Like that's my, that's my platform. I love Facebook. I'm on Instagram only to share from my stories to Facebook. Like it's, Instagram has better stories for me. So I share my stories on Instagram. They go to Facebook, but it's under Jessica Hinkle. TikTok, same thing. I think it's Jessica.Hinkle. I try to stay on TikTok a lot, but I'm kind of off and on with that. Facebook is my primary platform. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Jessica, for being here with us. Like I said, successful September looks different to everyone. It doesn't mean quitting your job for everyone. It doesn't mean being a stay-at-home mom. And Jessica's instance, and that's why it was so important for me to have her on, to share that story and the fact that she is so freaking awesome at social media and what she does and promoting herself and promoting her products. And I just think she's a jam up girl. I, like I said, I've been telling the girls for months, I'm like, I want to get Jessica on. I want to get Jessica on. So I'm glad the stars lined up. Thank you for being our guest. And I appreciate your time being here on your day off and you girls, of course, as well. But I hope you all have a great day. And thank you. Thank you for being on A3 Life with us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for asking me like that right there alone, like knowing that I was going to be on here with you three because I watch you guys all the time. Like that hyped me up. Like I was like, oh snap, like it's time to go. Like party's <laughs> on. So thanks. Thanks so much. Cause it really does mean the whole world to me that you guys asked me to be here. That's so sweet. Thanks Jess. 
Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc. And check out our online shop at A, the number three life, dot biz.